0: what is a mastermind question mark where is a mastermind question mark and i thought man i could get one local i some popped up in new york or la and i was like i don't want to go to new york or la like that seems silly now i'm part of a mastermind that meets all over the country all over the world it is hugely beneficial and it's just you just don't know what you don't know so matt volunteering at a mastermind that he had no idea about becoming a caddy for some super high net worth, successful people, just the knowledge bombs that they were able to drop on him, just completely metamorphosed his life. And really what it was is somebody put up there and said, this was my vision board. You'll have to listen to the episode to, to, to understand and how what that vision board was. But they're like, that vision board, that was my vision board. You are listening to the Passive Wealth Principles podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris. And when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm the founder of an award winning real estate investment firm and actively investing in commercial real estate all over the country this show allows me to interview dive deeper and deconstruct many passive wealth principles not just from investing but tactics strategies and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor i've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, it's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation. And I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations and these amazing passive wealth principle lessons. What is up Catching Knives listeners? Back with another episode of What I Learned. I'm super excited about this one as well. I think I say that a lot, I'm super excited. But I got to interview Matt King. Matt King, I feel like he's kind of like, uh, the Cameron Herald or Cheryl Stan- Sandberg, you know, the, the COO, the behind the scenes person that's operating for, for David Osborne and a nine figure investor. And, uh, it's just awesome to spend time with him and hanging out. So I want to take you a little bit through his journey. Matt, uh, growing up in a, Small town in Wisconsin, uh, north of Milwaukee, taking that, that small town grassroots and, and discovering this entrepreneurial spirit started a t-shirt business. You know, while he was going to school, he's making t-shirts as his side hustle. He was going to make, you know, hundreds of dollars doing a t-shirt run or write a term paper. And you know what he did? He's leaned in on himself and started making more t-shirts. His girlfriend at the time, now his wife, moved off to um, Washington, D.C. to finish her master's degree in education, and, and he decided to, to, to move with her and, and continue that relationship. And obviously, like I just said, subsequently, they've now been married and have a couple of kids. But because of that uh, spurring of his wife, you know, it created the pushing the baby bird out of the nest, uh, a nest outside of what is that small town, Milwaukee. He moved to DC, Baltimore area. He had sold his t-shirt business, made $30,000. And he's, you know, 22, 23 years old, young kid, like, man, I've made it. I got, you know, $30,000 in my bank account. I am rich. And he used knowledge. And one of these things is he young couples out there or people that uh, maybe not young but uh dinks dual income no kids what they did is they started creating some action items in their life that allowed and propelled them that action step of being disciplined and while dinks they read this book called um Smart couples finish rich. And so, what they did is they said that dinks, those dual income, no kids, when they had two incomes, they would live off of one and save all of the other one. And because they, you know, sometimes kids are expensive, but uh, they saved and saved and saved. That action item allowed them to ultimately buy a house, subsequently, a, a few years later, buy it in the downturn of the market that generated massive amounts of wealth. One of the other key things that Matt brought up in his discussion was just action, a choice when, uh, when you're younger or when you're, you think things are going to be right and wrong, but when you create an action or you create a choice, it actually gives you more opportunity, more choices to make from there. So just by creating action, it's not right or wrong, but it opens up more possibilities. And so each time he took action, he didn't know what was on the other side of that, but it opened up his possibilities. And each time throughout creating action, it illuminated more and more of the potential into his life. One of the key takeaways was some of the elements that he implemented just being around other successful people, being part of a mastermind, where he really wasn't even part of the mastermind mastermind sometimes costs you know thousands of dollars. And actually, he didn't even know what a mastermind was. Like myself, I didn't know what a mastermind was. Lewis Howes talked on a podcast and he said, oh, the best thing I've ever done is be part of a mastermind. And I was just like, I don't know what a mastermind was. I actually remember Googling. What is a mastermind? Question mark. Where is a mastermind? Question mark. And I thought, man, I could get one local. Some popped up and New York or LA and I was like I don't want to go to New York or LA like that seems silly now I'm part of a mastermind that meets all over the country all over the world it is hugely beneficial and it's just you just don't know what you don't know so Matt volunteering at a mastermind that he had no idea about becoming a caddy for some super high net worth successful people just the knowledge bombs that they were able to drop on him just completely metamorphosed his life and really what it was is somebody put up there said this was my vision board you'll have to listen to the episode to to, to understand and how what that vision board was but they're like that vision board that was my vision board somebody was like what why was that your vision board? And he's like, because literally that is my reality now. Everything that was on my vision board has come true. So Matt sitting there, young 23 year old, you know, guy that knows uh, everything about the world, sitting fresh off of his business uh, accolades of selling his, his T-shirt business was like, oh my gosh, I need a vision board. I need to start mapping out and writing down my goals. People ask me if I had a goal. So I was like, yeah, I have goals. But they're like, what are they? What are they specifically? So that's one of the things that being part of this, this mastermind group is. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Look, two of the most common questions I get asked are, where can I find good deals to invest into? And is it possible to invest alongside of our deals as a passive investor? So my team and I wanted to put together an insider list where you can get first access to investment opportunities, due diligence resources, and best practices for those interested in investing passively into deals like the ones we talk about on the show. Those deals are mostly in the commercial real estate space, but I oftentimes get exclusive access to deals of people like the guests on my show. If those deals pass our criteria, we pass them on to those on the list. To gain access to this insider list, all you have to do is go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. We also host events, dinners, and give away VIP access to events that I'm speaking at or attending. Once again, it's www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. For those that are serious about passive wealth building, we'll see you on the inside. Now back to the show. Writing out your goals, not only writing out your goals, but creating them and creating a vision board for them. And what I mentioned is Cameron Harold at the beginning of this, what I learned is he wrote, wrote a book, Vivid Vision. He also created some other things about implementation. And I feel like Matt is that young version of Cameron Harold that could really meld into a superstar implementer and maybe a coach and maybe, a uh, build a bunch of IP around that. But it is, he's, he's unbelievable. And it's just so inspiring to see somebody like that. One of the other big, big key features was David Osborne is uh, a, a friend of mine. And, you know, he's, he's this rocket ship. He has this visionary, you know, vision for unlimited upside potential. Matt was able to understand that his vision is a much, much bigger version of himself within and writing on the rocket ship. That is David Osborne. So he wanted to be the rocket fuel to help launch the rocket even further. And, and then we didn't dive into it on, on, on the podcast, but, you know, you know, David's network was maybe, you know, into the, just into the eight figures and now is pushing into the nine figures since the time that Matt has worked for him and how he did that. And I'm not going to say that, uh, Matt was completely, uh, responsible for him going from eight to nine figures, But I believe many of the things that he implemented and created was exactly that he was freeing up David to a bigger and better version of himself. So what he did is he just started looking at ways in which he could make sure that David was doing the three to five, like superstar things that he was better at than anybody else. And then all the other mundane and trivial kind of tasks that even, you know, that all exist within our own lives were eliminated from his calendar. Every morning, he talked about like how it was kind of a crap show every morning, like run, where's my keys? Where's my journal? Where's my sunglasses? I've been there lots of mornings too. But what, so Matt did was just literally put together a system of, he got his journal, he got his sunglasses, he got his keys, he put it all together and it was all sitting in the car. It was ready for David to go so that he was on time to his meetings every day. He wasn't creating a stressful environment of being 10, 20, 30 minutes late to, uh, to appointment. So David could show up and be present and create the opportunities and partnerships and other things that exponentially grew himself to 10x in less than uh, the decade that, uh, that Matt's been working for him. So there's more people that exist in this world that are not the visionary, that actually can work within and underneath someone else's rocket ship, that can be the implementer, that doesn't need the MVP trophy or accolade, but the reality is, is they are that MVP because they're doing all the behind the scenes work that makes sure the things are getting done that need to get done. Oftentimes, that is somebody standing up on stage, the Elon Musk of the world, you know, with the Cybertruck. He didn't build the Cybertruck. You know He didn't do those things, but a lot of people behind the scenes and then the vast majority of the people worked on creating those things. Matt's one of those people. And what he's understood is of that servant mentality of heart is just diving in is your vision and and maybe Matt's market cap or trajectory or high-end potential of what he would have been being an entrepreneur and a hard driver himself. Maybe he would have been able to achieve a millionaire status or a couple millionaire status. But in the world of David Osborne is he may be able to generate tens of millions or hundreds of millions himself because of that rocket ship that he's riding and helping to pilot along is, and that's the vision of of, of the bigger person. So if you could go work for Elon Musk work for elon musk can you work for some of these other people that have a bigger vision than you do and does your version of the world play within and you can find ways to to create and become the rocket fuel that's what matt is maybe that's the the nickname rocket fuel for matt king and just his ability to understand and see the the whole scene the macro view and, and really I think one of the the key things, the attributes that I love about Matt, and I love that he sees in other people is that, that, that servant mentality. Think about this as a, as a, a server, a waiter, somebody waitress, you know, at, at a, at a restaurant, you know, when you have like really fantastic service, you just know you could feel it like You don't have to like shake your drink that, hey, you're missing out on the water. You don't have to know when the next course is, you know, like just everything flows seamlessly. Like those good servers are filling your cup up when you're at the last little bit of sips. They're bringing the other meal, you know, or your entree at just the right time as you're finishing things up. They're asking for if you wanted to go box or a menu, they can can feel and they're aware of this. And it's not just your table, they're doing oftentimes several tables. And so their ability to look at all of these things and understand the mechanisms and the nuances of it is just like, oh, These people are that, this is this, this is the other thing. Matt has that, but on a business level. And I believe that a lot of servers and people that understand that servant mentality have unbelievable EQ and potential in business if they're just put in the right seat on the right bus. And so I think that is hugely valuable. How can servants and servant heart or servant leaders really win And this next version of the world is exactly that, is understanding the mechanisms and, and becoming rocket fuel, Matt King. So I want to wrap that up. This episode of what I learned about Matt King, how valuable this is for me to get a chance to interview some of these people, you know, dive into the episode. Matt goes into more detail. He references other books that are gonna be real tactical things that you can take to the next level to achieve your success, how you can implement those vision and just creating action. Again, thank you for listening to What I Learned with Catching Knives. This is Jake Harris, enjoy your day. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If the episode made you think of someone, go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them. You can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at Jake.realestate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate. Go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.